everybody. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here on this lovely day to talk to you about all things food and dining and drinking and having fun in the Twin Cities. Yes. And That's I our job. being, what is the word? <laughs> Inaccurately portrayed as a nacho hater. I'm just saying Mr. Jason Matheson called in because he was offended by your claim that you are a nacho lover of nacho, lover. but then have not eaten them in two years. I know I ate them this week, but for the first time in two years. Is there so something you news. love that you don't eat because you don't let yourself? I mean, no. I love ch- chocolate chip cookies, too, but I can't eat those from Rustica every day. Not every day, but two years is a big thing. I I mean, I, I, I'm trying to be good. You I don't are. know. But this is my ice mo- cream. I was thinking right. the other day there was we walked by a Haagen-Dazs and I was thinking, oh, a coffee like milkshake yeah. would be so good right now. If I ate that, I'd probably feel sick to my stomach. No, I hear you. It's just, for me, the part of the other thing is that the claim of the nacho thing is that it's not exactly not healthy. It's not the same as eating. To me, that's totally different than a sugar bomb loaded milkshake. Nachos actually is corn chips with a protein, some veg, a little cheese. That well, kind of and if I, okay, so, so to be honest, I think I maybe had nachos last Super Bowl. Yeah. We do she trade nachos. Yes, I think time. we did them because I let my kid decide what she wants, and I think I made wings and nachos. We've done fondue before. We've so, had, okay, Jake maybe and I have done nachos for dinner because we can't come up with anything else to eat. We sit there and we look at the fridge, and then I said, "Well, we have some pulled pork left. You know, there's some. We have some Monterey Jack cheese. Yeah, we have a I'm couple avocados. Judging. I want to come over, and that I just, does that. And that's th- that's nachos. Like I it can't even have, have chips be. in my house, Stephanie." Because you'll eat them all. See, that's yes. maybe it. I don't eat them unless I'm having nachos. That's Lime it. tostada chips. I slay me right now. Yeah, I, I would don't eat the eat entire bag. I love El burrito this, has I love delicious chips well, for salsa. For sure. I would eat the whole thing. I love that. Uh, guess what time it is? Speaking of things we love, it's time for top two in hour two. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right, give me two. With him, with him, with him. All right, this is the time of show where we tell you two things that we are sort of obsessed with and flipping loving this week. Do you want to begin? Yeah. Let's do it. You start. Okay, this kind of goes along with nachos because you can have this with nachos. You can have this on a burger or you can have it on a baked potato. And I started thinking about it because I got a press release that they were making like national packs of this available because this is a Minnesota food. That I'm crazy about, and it is top the tater. Oh, do you have, do you see that we both have that as one of our top twos in hour two? No. Yes, you had top the tater too. Yes, look at it on the grid. It okay, says top the funny. tater. <laughs> well, maybe I saw yours writing Why of top you the tater and thought it was mine. Oh, do you? Uh, maybe because I do love it. She does, and this. we got a national press release on it, so I was like, oh, top the tater. Yeah, I love top the tater. That's also though one of those foods that I have to ration. Right. I can eat it with scrambled eggs. Like, there's something about that that I just am crazy about. So the big thing with Top the Tater, Mid-America Farms, uh, it's a local company. And what they've done is they have said because of the Super Bowl coming to town and because of the dips, you know, during this time are very important. And people are clamoring for Minnesota product to kind of represent their own Super Bowl thing. They decided we're going to offer our, 
you know, we're going to offer a larger distribution and they flipping sold out. They're amazing. Product. And people were sort of nuts for their chive onion sour cream, which is my top the tater. If you're going to put something on a tater, you might as well put that on there. Completely. I mean, or on eggs, too. It's delicious. Oh, really? Okay, that's funny that we both. Yeah. Maybe I said it because you wrote it and I thought I wrote it. That's what I think must have happened. That's the kind of thing that I would do. That too. is. You did it to me over the chef Adam Eaton. And the, remember that? You're like, oh, I'm going to talk about the grand. Uh, Nor- yes. The Great Northern. I'm like, well, we have a whole segment on the Great Northern coming up. All right. <laughs> it's okay. So that just means how much we love Mid-America Farms Top the Tater. All right. So there you go. There's the first. Okay. So then I will come down with the fact of, we're since we've been talking about nachos, um, I will mention that on Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine for the Super Bowl, we did something called the Super Bowl Snack Chef Throwdown. And what we did was we pitted four local chefs against each other, and we actually have a bracket, and I would love for you guys to go in there and vote if you wanted. But Chef Mike Brown uh, from Travail, of course, those guys are crazy. He has... He did a nacho set called, he called them couchos. And basically (laughs) they are, and I'm not kidding you guys, his recipe is extremely interesting and I would love for someone to tackle it and tell me what you think. He actually simmers craisins with vanilla and cumin and then puts that sauce and then reduces it and then puts that sauce with his chicken. And it's, he's like, it sounds he's great. like, don't even think about it. It's amazing. So his are a lot of fun. He's got roast chicken, you know, and all these fun things. Um, and then he goes up head to head against Shin- Chef Janine Holig from Hot Indian. And she's got nachos. Okay. And she's a non-nachos non, uh, with quickles, which she called <laughs> quick pickled cukes and peppers and onions. And uh, hers looks really fresh and yummy to me. I'm super excited. There's chickpea. There's chicken mix. There's lots of strong layer of mozzarella. I liked her verbiage on that one. That was fun. And then we have battle wings. And so we also have Chef Ann Kim from Young Joni. And she's doing this kimchi. Or she's doing this. It's not kimchi. It's their uh, salsa matcha grilled wings. Talk about bringing a smoky element to your wing. If you And since the weather's so nice out, you could easily grill your wings instead of frying them. And I think this is a really fun Yum. way of doing it. And then she is up against our little buddy who is just here, Chef Jack Rebel. He's got the jerk, Jack's jerk wings. And those are these beautiful wings with cinnamon, allspice, you know, tamarind, hot chilies, habanero sauce. So go in and vote. Um, we're going to put those up on the show page. All right. So my second thing for Top 2 and Hour 2 is a little different. Okay. I have discovered, so I'm, I'm nervous about the flu. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bit of a germ phobia that plays into, I also have catastrophic thinking, so I'm always waiting for the next pandemic to happen. Yes. So I am scrubbing things down when I come into the studio here. When Lori had the flu for a week, every day we came in here, I was like, (gasps) I really like Mrs. Meyer's apple cider multi-surface everyday cleaner. Oh, good. I'm going to bring some in the studio because I bought some for at home. I'm for it. It is natural-ish. It is a good cleaning product. It doesn't make you feel like you're taking the first layer of your skin off if it touches your skin. Yeah. And it just smells good and it's refreshing. I've been using it in my kitchen. I have like stainless steel appliances, which are always streaky and weird. It works great on that. Plus, I'm a very heavy stove user, meaning I'm burning stuff on there all the time and then trying to scrub it off. So I just really like this cleaner and it feels a little more ecologically safe than some of my other toxic chemicals. Because <laughs> sometimes it gets a little crazy I will, in here. I will spray, like when Stephanie and I walk in, I'm spraying everything down for us. Yeah. 
because I'm caring about her health yeah. too. She cares less. I care. She's like, I try to build my immunity. I'll be fine. I know. So she's like, you need to get some natural chemicals. Yeah, so I've been I, the experimenting. Biggest, yeah, because the biggest thing that makes me not want to use those things is because I don't, I, I don't understand how I'm bettering my life by dousing myself in those chemicals. Yes. I know that I am not. I mean, I'm for antibacterial in a lot of cases, but. Not full. So, so the flu germ lives for 72 well, hours on how surfaces. about this whole thing of like, oh, if you got the flu shot, guess what? You're going to need another. I was like, are you kidding me? They're telling you to get another yes, flu they're, shot? They're saying that you may need another because there's, it's just, it's like either it's not working or oh. it's, or like they got the, you know, it's a new thing. There's another strain. And so you might as well get another one. And I just think this sounds fishy to me. And you, I'm not a conspiracy theorist with all of it, but I just... You should have seen me flying yesterday between the lady behind me snapping her gum, which uh-huh. I just so you know, if you're in my car or in my presence, you can't chew gum. Yeah. Number one. Oh. So I had the headphones on just trying to drown out that horrible sound. And then like someone coughed and I just was like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh, no. <wow. laughs> well, I will say at Adina Menzel last night, there was somebody sitting behind me who she just wouldn't stop talking like in full voice. And I was just like, we're in a concert and she's singing and you're not going to get to see that. Could you please be quiet? Yes. Did it, you say it? No, I turned around. And I just went oh. and then I went, shh. <laughs> I did the shushing. <laughs> the finally. passive aggressive. That's the much safer way to go. Just I know. For the record. It is. I know. And then they got up and left. So that was great. Um, okay. My last one, just quickly, I'm going to say that tonight is Robbie Burns night for any of my lovely whiskey fans. I had that in Colorado. Did you have some? I did. Some, what did you have? I don't know. Some, some scotch for, with, for Robert Burns night? Something. There's some Robert Burns. My husband ordered it and I had a sip. So Robert Burns is a poet and from, um, from, um, Scotland, and he's sort of their like you know national treasure. And so uh, there's, on, I think it's his birthday. I don't think it's his death day, but it's his birthday for Robert Burns Night, and um, it's wonderful because uh, I've had some really amazing Scotch celebrations around it. And if you love Scotch whiskey, man, Robert Burns Night is one of those moments you get to sort of slow down and sip some of the great smoky peaty things of the world and just sort of like revel in that. And I will tell you that uh, I don't know if there's any tickets left or reservations left at Merlin's Rest, um, but they are one of the best places to go and, and, and celebrate with all these people who love Scotch whiskey as well. And they do a traditional haggis dinner. Which, if you've never had the haggis, you're missing out, lads and lassies. And um, they do all the stuff. They have poetry reading. They have bagpipes. They've got single malts all up and down the bar. It is it is literally one of those moments that you sort of are enveloped in something. And it's just lovely. So, a recommendation right. if you can do it this year, you know, definitely try to put it on the calendar for the end of January for next year. It's usually around my birthday, which is something that I love to do. All right, so that's it. That's what we got for our top two in hour two. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to talk with Mr. Heggies himself, Sean Doctor, Woo! about what they've got going on this week for uh, for poking a big national pizza company. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Um, hey, I don't know if you've heard, but Papa John's Pizza kind of threw out a little bit of an insult uh, just recently towards frozen pizza and uh, a local company and the NFL in general. If well, we're just let's being just clear. say <laughs> uh, we basically have a local company who took a little umbrage to it. And we have Mr. Sean doctor from Heggie's on the line. Are you there, Sean? Absolutely. am. Good morning, ladies. Good, Good morning. morning. Thank you for coming on this morning. Tell us a little bit about your reaction to those heathens that we know as Papa John's. Uh, you know, heathens, I, I don't know if we'd go that far, really? but, uh, <laughs> it, it, maybe, who knows? Steph but would. No, I, mean, I would. I'll do it for 
are you? <laughs> but coming out and making a generalization statement of that, yeah, we took offense to that. They said, um, basically, what did they say? Frozen pizza well, is the pizza equivalent of a participation trophy. Is that right? That's exactly what they said. And, <laughs> and for us, who, you know, when you got Papa John's coming in with the NFL for the Super Bowl, uh, this time of year, and this is our home turf, and we work our butts off to put out the best pizza we can, and we believe we got a great one. And uh, so when we heard that, yeah, we uh, we wanted to have some fun with it and wanted to point out that uh, uh, there is great frozen pizza. Not yes, there I is. I mean, Heggie's, now Heggie's frozen pizza is made. Where are you guys? Where is your? Where are you located? Malacca. What town? It's Malacca? Malacca. Malacca, Minnesota, so just south of uh, Malax on 169. And what I love is when you came to visit us at our offices, you told us basically that when it's time to make the pizzas, everybody in the office goes and makes the pizzas. It's like it's a full thing that everybody's all hands in. Is that right? It is the most important thing that's going on in our day. There's not an employee that works for Haggies, whether they're uh, in the office, salesman, driver, they always spend some time making pizzas so that everybody understands that that's what's most important. Um, I believe, I mean, business, you break it down, you can either try to shoot to be the cheapest or shoot to be the best. We shoot to be the best, and everybody in our company knows that and works their tail off to have just the best pizza we can make. Heggie's was like the original bar pizza that if it was cooked in those square metal containers that the door door slid out and you put your frozen pizza on there. What's your number one seller, do you think? So our number one sellers are six-pack. Yeah. So four four meats, two cheeses. Um, That's the one where you're pointing out. I mean, so many people have that heggy story of uh, where they first have the pizza. It's always in a local bar, restaurant, bowling alley, where they're with friends having a good time. And more more often than not, that six-pack is one of the ones that everybody loves. Yum. I know. It's it's one of those things that you sort of and 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 you guys started out as a tavern pizza company and that's something that's still very important to you, is that right? Absolutely. That's still who we are. Um we take great pride in in being that pizza that is in so many many Minnesota bars, taverns. Um that's our backbone and we've never given up on that. That's still that is what's most important to us. We've kind of been pulled into other venues, uh but we are first and foremost uh, a bar pizza. And Minnesota's bar pizza, and we take a lot of pride in that. You guys have actually become my gas station pizza now. I mean, honestly, when I think about it, I'm stopping, you know, I'm on the way home and I got to get gas. I'm like, sweet, I know that I can get a Heggie's at this gas station. That, to me, has been like the savior of many nights. (laughs) And we love that. I mean, that's, I mean, so many of the convenience stores in Minnesota, yeah. You want something quick, you want something fast, it's snowing outside. Um, What do we do? Hey, there's good food there. Right. So let's talk about taking it to the big guys, because basically we're going to not, you know, the umbrage that has been received by this. They have now you've got you've invited the Papa John's guys to something we're calling the Great Pizza Snowdown. And that's on Tuesday, January 30th at 6 p.m. at the Uptown VFW. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. That's correct. So it's been, uh, you know, it's been a last number of weeks that when we uh, had heard about what Papa John said, and call that out, we've launched a whole campaign of basically uh, uh, pointing out, hey, you can't say that about all frozen pizza. There is good ones. Uh, we represent that. And so it kind of culminates, as you said, Steph, in this uh, this Tuesday night. The uh, Uptown VFW very graciously are going to open up their doors, and we're going to have a tasting competition. It's going to be us versus them. We've invited them many different ways. We've personally invited them. We've gone to their headquarters, brought them pizza. They have a new CEO. Um, and so, you know, the day we challenge them, the day after our challenge to them, let's, let's have a tasting competition, Papa John's resigned. 
Yeah. I'm not saying those those two things are linked. I'll let somebody else know <laughs> that. <conclusion. laughs> but uh, he resigned, so we got a new CEO. So we figured maybe he hasn't heard of us. So we uh, we flew him out. We've given him personal invitation. Uh, we've gone so far as to uh, uh, offer Cooper Manning. Uh, you know, we wanted our own Manning. Uh, right. We offered him an endorsement contract. He res- they're a great family, great people. Respectfully declined. Yep. Um, so we he didn't want to make Thanksgiving whole... so awkward this year, maybe. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. That was actually it. yeah. His response was very gracious, but was now no funny, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going to happen at the taste at the at the snowdown? Is it going to be you know are people are going to be able to taste and decide and vote and yep. are there judges or what's going on with that? So we've got judges. So we put we've invited on the Papa John's um, side. We've invited. Uh, uh, you know their big representative. We bought. We've invited Papa John's. We invited uh, um, uh, represent Peyton Manning. Yep. I doubt they're going to come, but where the seats going to be open? <laughs> Their seats will be there. Jones. We will hold the seats. Exactly. Jerry Jones is another one that we've invited. <laughs> he is obviously a big uh, Papa John's is a big sponsor of the NFL, and obviously with Jerry Jones, he's done commercials with them where he's wrapped. Yeah. Those those three are going to be on their side. And on our side, I absolutely love who has stepped up and is going to be judging on our side. So some names you guys may uh, know, Harmar, Superstar. Excellent. I hope he wears his tight pants oh my that are God. hilarious. <laughs> so <laughs> great. It comes with that, isn't it? And it's awesome. Uh, Sweet Martha, uh, which you all, everyone knows from the States. Yeah, there. you can just say and Sweet Martha and St. we are Paul all Homer. in. Yep. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, isn't that right there? Sum it up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the police chief from Wyoming, Minnesota, uh, <laughs> Paul Hop. Paul, that was awesome. So Paul when the Eagles up. game happened, uh, there was a suburban uh, uh, police department that actually challenged uh, his department to a competition. And if if the Eagles uh, if the Eagles won, they specifically asked to be sent Haggy's pizzas. <sighs> and if we would have won, which we should have, yep. uh, they were going to send us Philly cheese uh, steak sandwiches. Oh my! So they did get it. They got a shipment of Haggy sent to him. So he's going to be there. They do a fantastic job on social media. And so he's going to be there as one of the judges as well. Oh, my I gosh. And so we can all go down and hang out as well and try a little bit of pizza. It's at six. It's again, it's on Tuesday, the 30th at 6 p.m. at the VFW in Uptown, which is just off of Lindale. Right. You got it. That's it. That's it. All Sean, right. Can I ask you real quick? Do you have any new flavors coming? Because you just debuted the Sloppy Joe and the El Jefe. Yep, we just came out with them um, a few months ago, and they've been going over really well. Some really fun uh, uh, flavors. We are right now working again with uh, Chef Doug Flicker, and he's got some new ideas. I won't give out too many teases yet on what those are, but I will tell you he's got some fun ideas in mind. I can't wait because those two pizzas are incredible. The Sloppy Joe is like, I can never find it because I know that there's a woman by my Super America that basically, or wherever I am, that she she takes them all. She literally told me, oh yeah, I bought them out the other day. I was like, okay. They're super good. They're so amazing. Now, I want to also mention that Heggie's will be giving out pizzas at the Snack Ship Build that we have going on in City Center um, on February 1st at uh, noon in City Center. So if you guys yeah, want to come. Yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah, because we, are, we put Heggie's on the Snack Ship, of course. I mean, how could you not have a Snack Ship, a Minnesota Snack Ship without Heggie's, right? That's we're, right. We are honored to be on that. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. Honored to be in that kind of company. Oh, great. And you guys will be out then you guys will be out there giving out samples. So everyone should come down and say, hey, and you should be proudly saying I'm with Heggies because that's their that's the signs that they have up everywhere, which I think is, I mean, hysterical. I love what you guys are doing. 
can't tell you how many friends have been calling me saying, hey, where's my sign? I need a sign. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I know it. That's so great. Well, this has been Sean Doctor with Heggie's Pizza. Thanks so much for being on, Sean. Thanks, Sean. And uh, we'll Thank be right both. back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are uh, talking about some of the crazy things that are happening in the bold north. Can I set the stage here just a minute? Sure. So I got here at about 8.20 this morning, and the show starts at 9, and Steph comes in, and her... How tall are you? <laughs> I'm so terrified How of where this is you? going. I'm five one and a half. Okay, she has a coat that is five feet. Five feet tall. So literally, is. all you can see is her little feet peeking out from underneath it. It is this gigantic, warm, delicious coat. Because I'm going to go do the art shanties later, I so know. I need to be. Warm. But you had said I. Super bold all day yesterday, and I, I asked hurt. you, I said, are you hungover? And you were like, no, no, I just walked all over. I just walked everywhere. We did, I will tell you that uh, f- as being part of the media, one of the things that is great is that we get access before so that we can report, so that we can tell you guys what it is. But it does mean you have to walk fast and be a part of this and then hurry up and get to the next thing because they've got these schedules and everything else. And so we had just a day of previewing what the Super Bowl experience is going to be. And so it was Allie Kaplan and I and Drew Wood and Allie Kaplan, of course, of Shop Girls, who's coming up next. Um, We got to kind of be a part of all of this and understand from the host committee and all the people who are throwing these experiences kind of what they want out of the whole thing. So I did love the article in the Star Tribune about how they call them activations. Oh, everybody calls everything an activation. Heggie's is at what we're doing at the VFW activation. And I'm selling (laughs) sponsorships as part of my other part time job. And that's what we call them. We yeah. call them activations. Everything's an activation these days. Yes. It's kind of a thing now. Uh, I just want everybody to know we do have a Super Bowl headquarters on Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, uh, MSPMag.com. You can click in Super Bowl 2018 headquarters, and it kind of gives you all of the recommendations, all of the insider tips. You know, we've got a celebrity spotting hashtag, hashtag Super Bowl celebs. If you see one, put it on there and we'll gather everybody's stuff and put it on a page and it'll be kind of fun. Did you watch Lori and Julia stranded after the SAG Awards with the Delta yeah. pilots? Yeah. Okay, Delta, number one, you're a great airline. Number two, that you put up with those yahoos was hilarious. Yes. And number three, thank you for having the giant Delta airplane at the Super Bowl experience so that we can get hamburgers and hot dogs. Okay. <laughs> Did you eat it? Yes. I just think that's so cool. That was a str- <laughs> I know. It was like the stream of consciousness that all surrounded Delta. So some of the things that are happening are that we have uh, at the Super Bowl, one of the things you want to know, there's basically two big things for ticket for people who aren't ticket holders. There's two things that you can kind of go downtown and enjoy. And one of them is the Super Bowl experience. And that's at the convention center. And that is literally they've taken over the entire convention center. You know, like sometimes you go to conventions and it's like, well, Yeah, and you have to go find... This is a full three levels. I mean, they have taken the basement and the main level and everything over, and it is very interesting. I mean, they've done a great job. Now, if you go down to the lower level, there's a whole kids area where they can run through mazes and they can do all sorts of virtual reality, very very kid-friendly stuff in like the lower level. They also have a giant practice field, and they're going to be running like football clinics for people who are interested in learning, kids who are you know interested in kind of like polishing up and learning techniques. 
And of course, there are uh, bars everywhere in this. uh, The bars are activated as well. The Bud Light is everywhere. But I mean, I think as far as I think it's a $30 ticket or $35 ticket that it costs to get in. And it is I think if you're at all into that football thing, there's a Hail Mary pass you can throw. You can catch things and land into, you know, you can try to catch things and land into a big foam pit. Um, There's all sorts of crazy fun stuff down there. And I think it's a huge NFL shop. So that's just, you can buy, if you're looking for, if you have a different team that you love that is, you know, represented in the NFL, there's tons of If you want to buy your Diggs jersey. Yes. Or even if you're like, you know, you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you know, that was your hometown team when you were a kid. There's a lot of great uh, merchandise from all over the country there. So. That is the that is in the convention center. You do need a ticket for that one. Now, the other thing that's happening is Super Bowl Live, and that is on the full stretch of Nicollet Mall, and that is free to get in. You just basically walk down and you walk in, and you and in my mind, I think it's a good thing to start. You can enter anywhere, you know, because there's still traffic going through. You know, people are still driving downtown. Um, although there's one or two streets that are closed. 11th is yeah, closed. It's the 11th. Cause that's where the stage is set up. Um, but you can get in from, if you get in around orchestra hall and like Brits pub and that area, you kind of get in, um, on 12th. That's mm-hmm. where it is. So if you walk down there, PV Plaza is now a skating rink and it's free to skate. There's so much free stuff. You guys, it's just sort of surprising. Basically anything you can do on that, on that strip is going to be free to do. So there's also an, uh, a 360 NFL experience that you can uh, watch a movie a in the 360 dome. dome. Yeah. yeah. And that's just you kind of queue up and go in. Um, there are uh, tons of different virtual reality experiences from Be The Match and from Sleep Comfort and uh, different places that are sort of, if you like virtual reality, they're kind of fun games you can do. They're warm as well. And then one of the biggest things that is kind of, I think, what surprised me how awesome it was is the Berkey Bridge. <laughs> I It looks great. You guys, I was so surprised at how awesome that is. And it's literally a giant bridge that has gone over, I think, 10th Street or 9th Street. And they've it's covered with snow and people are cross-country skiing up it, fat tire biking down it and tubing all over it and it's they're going to open it to the public to do free tubing and stuff i think that starts today check the schedules but it's all free like you're just gonna have to wait in a line obviously yeah but ali uh kaplan i'm sure i don't know if you saw my insta story from yesterday she one of the bikers because they have professional you know or team fat tire biking they uh, said hey why don't you get on my bike and take a spin (laughs) and she did she got on and she went right down the hill and it was great so It was a little scary to me. It looked a little scary, but um, so that's a lot of, that's a lot of fun stuff that is happening. Like there's a lot of things to see and do. There's, you know, Care 11 will be, like I said, broadcasting from the, from the street. And there's also the Dayton's project building is open and they have a whole, but they have a Prince Minnesota exhibit. makers are inside there too. Not there. They're oh, in city center. Yeah. They're in city center, but the, the Dayton's project has a select comfort situation, but they also have the kitten bowl is in uh, is in the Dayton's Project, which is the former Macy's. And you can adopt the kittens. You can Did adopt you know the that? kittens. They are so flipping cute. I love that you can go to the Hormel booth and write a letter, a thank you letter to a serviceman, which is kind of lovely. Yeah, I they like They have that. that opportunity. The um, Schwans. Did you see Schwans? Four level bus? I don't bus? know why I couldn't find the Schwans truck. Okay. I couldn't find them, I'm but I do know. That out. Yeah, I do know. And I think I got looped around because I went in one door and came out another. And I think I just, I walked right by mm-hmm. it. 
Um, but there's also uh, ESPN will be broadcasting from, or I'm sorry, CNN will be broadcasting from the Dayton's Project. ESPN will be broadcasting from the Crystal Court in IDS. So this is all opportunities for you to see all this stuff happening. While I was in Colorado, I was listening to ESPN, the warm up before the Vikings game that we lost. Mm -hmm. And the announcer actually said, well, he was talking about like Case Keenum or Adam Thielen or something. And he goes, yeah, well, you know, those guys in Minnesota, all they really have to do is go to work and go home. So they're just at a different level. What does that mean? He literally thinks that all we do here is go to work and go home because there's nothing to do. Oh, because we're in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. So all we do is practice our football passes. And I was just like, did you really just say that? What a dope. Yeah, that's really weird. I tweeted it and just was like, really, ESPN, maybe when you come here for the Super Bowl and you're actually here, you'll see that we have more to do than just go home and go to work. Where are they going? Are they saying like we don't have any like movie theaters to go to? There's like no nightlife, nothing to do. That we're just a giant field of corn. They will definitely see differently because I will say that this entire Super Bowl experience showcasing the North and being the bold North, you know, we have a zip line that's sold out, you know. I loved the Jacob Fry. Oh, he was was great. So Drew Wood, our editor, uh, took PJ Fleck down with him and it was hysterical. We have a a link up on our Super Bowl page for that too, which is just sort of fun. A lot of people have done the zip line and a lot more will do it. And that's just kind of hysterical. When you, when I knew that the zip line was coming, I'm like 10,000 tickets. Who's going to do that? Okay. They sold out in like a day. Oh, in a hot second. I know. And a lot of people, actually, I met a listener as I was walking down doing the preview stuff. I ran into a woman who was a listener and and she was so excited. And I said, what are you doing down here so early? And she said, well, I'm just trying to get it all in because like, I've got my zipline reservation. I'm going to walk through the experience later tonight. You know, and she had all of her, she had everything lined up. I think Kurt and I have kind of a plan to all week when we don't have stuff going on, just wander around. Yeah. Just check it out. Check That's out the kind scene. of, I think your best way. Um, one of the things, let's talk about the food. So here's the deal. Once you're into the Super Bowl live experience or the Super Bowl live, you're on the mall, the food and the, uh, the food and booze all come from the same little booths. So your beverages and your food are coming from a tent. They're not, you can't go into the Delta grill and eat things in the wings and stuff. It is, the little plane is there and that's good, but you go up to a tent and you order from someone and pay from it. And that's, Got it. it's good. But it's like, so once you realize this is what I'm looking for as far as food goes, those tents are up and down the mall. So you'll be able to see them, recognize and them. And can you walk around with your drink? You can. Oh, I love that. I know. So we walked around and we had, you know, so our drinks we did we did a bold fashioned, which was a whiskey with simple shirk, and that was Jim Beam. That was lovely. There's the Minnesota Mule, I think, and it was a sort of a Moscow Mule take. Uh, that was lovely too. That was really fresh. They have hot toddies. They have two gingers, uh, Irish coffee. They've got all sorts of stuff. So it's you can find a lot of different and a lot of Bud Light. A lot, a lot, a lot of Bud Light, guys. Lots of Bud Light. Um, as far as food goes, the first thing to know is if you don't want concession type food. Food trucks are everywhere. I mean, Hot Indian was there. I saw Midnorda Empanadas. I saw uh, Moral Omnivore. All those guys. Chef Shack was there. Gastro Truck. They are all parked throughout. They're kind of parked next to the local. 
and then on that street, which I think is ninth. Yeah. And then, but you can also find them kind of dotted here and there on the side streets. What about the restaurants themselves? Like the local so, Randalls, are yes. they open? And they are open, and I will tell you that they are going to make a million dollars. Is that what makes I think. Me happy. Because right offside the Berkey Bridge, right when you come down to it, as if you're like kind of watching them and stuff, you turn around and the doors for the local and Randalls and all that is just open. Haskell's has that new little wine bar. Is that just because those guys just barely gutted out the Nicolette Mall yeah. renovations? I hope that they can recoup yeah. some of that time and investment. So I do good too. For them. Yeah, and I think that they will. And I will think that people will just sort of naturally be like, well, I'm kind of cold. Should we just pop in here and get a beer and warm yeah. up? And I think that'll right. be great. Shout out to my friend um, Eric, who has Devil's Advocate, and he's yeah. opening that in the Massa space. And so he's got he's got meatballs and lasagna and a, a kind of an Italian pop up there. So if you're looking to you know kind of wean your way over that way on that side of the street, it's, that's totally. And Brits open. is probably Brits will be crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, Brits and and even just like the bagel places and everything else is, is the rooftop of Brits open? Do you know? I believe it is. Yeah, that's I don't cool. know if they're doing anything special. I haven't I haven't checked that out. How are the ice sculptures holding up? They're okay. They had them wrapped yesterday okay. and because it was forty degrees and they were wrapped up in a thermal blanket that was a little bit whole. You know, okay. Um, and they're fine. Back to the food. I want to mention that there's, I did eat a couple of things that I wanted to say are worth the money and some that maybe not. There's, we, there were fries that we tried and there was a beer cheese fry that I think was seven bucks. Perfectly done. Yum. And it was just yummy and it was good. And the sauce was good. It wasn't like broken and scary. It was really good. The Juicy Lucy's, we did try a Juicy Lucy outside of Orchestra Hall and they are um, in PV Plaza and it was kind of a thick puck. Not as much cheese as I would want, but the burger was done really nicely and it wasn't a flat, sad burger. Okay. It was really, I was very surprised and very good. I okay. thought it was nice. So, Yum. you know, I will say, don't be surprised. The prices are going to be high. Just remember that. Yeah. It's kind of the thing. And the hardest part is just, you guys, parking is not friendly downtown right now. And they're charging like 65 to 75 bucks for you to park. So make sure if you go down, if you can Uber in, if you can light rail, light rail it, if you can you know, park and walk or at least go in a bunch, like cram as many people in your car as you possibly can. Because the parking is sort of, they're gouging and that's a little bit, to me, I, that's the worst thing because that is directly aimed at locals. Because think about it, most of the people from out of town aren't driving in. Good point. So that's all of us who have cars who are coming in. So I'm I, sort that's of trying to figure out how I'm going to get to work. I work I, at Eleventh and Harmon. Do you think there's any meters, or is it just? No, you're, I I think all the meters from now on will be. I mean, it's going to be very hard to find a meter. I don't know what you're kind of enough off the grid. Although you're a couple blocks away, you might. Do you have a parking spot? You don't have a lot. No, do you? I'm a meter parker. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time finding a place to park. I'll tell all you. All right, that. I'm going to try and maybe check it out today when I go down. It's a good idea. Also, remember, I was talking to my daughter that the Super Bowl Live is open, like you know, at 10 a.m. And so if it's earlier in the day, if you have time to go check it out when it's not peak hours, which is going to be afternoon to evening, you know, there are free concerts and that's when it's going to be. The one last thing I want to tell you is that to be very careful and view knowledgeable that there's a jam up right outside the stage. There's only one narrow walkway that filters through one side of uh, Super Bowl Live to the other and it gets extremely congested. So just, you know, if you're doing timing and trying to get to places fast, just remember that when you go by the stage, you will spend at least 10 to 15 minutes there trying to get by the stage. All right, so there it is. So again, look to MSPMag.com. We've got Super Bowl 2018 headquarters and tons what of stuff. What a recap. You're such a I good know. reporter. My God, I have so much. You guys, it was the entire day yesterday. And it was, I like I said, I walked away at In the end of the day. In your five foot long coat. No, I wore my short <laughs> coat yesterday. Uh, but I will say that I walked away being very proud of Minneapolis for what they're doing to showcase this town. So I'm proud of us. Uh, we're going to take a quick 
quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up and talk about other fun stuff to do in the city and the moral of the story. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for hanging with us this Saturday. This is, uh, as we wrap it up, we're going to kind of think about what have we... What is the moral of the story? Do you have a moral of the story today before we go into the events around town? Uh, The moral of the story is, A, that ESPN is not great on a national (laughs) level. The local guys are fine. The local guys are great. But, yeah, Yeah. I was listening out in Colorado, and they're like, all Minnesotans have to do is, like, go to work and go home. Yeah. Yeah, because that's all we do. Oh, gosh. Uh, the other moral of the story is someone wants to know the name of the top two in our two cleaner. It was Miss Meyer's apple cider multi-purpose cleaner. Works really great, and it's apparently non-toxic. I don't know how that works, but it feels good, smells good, and I liked it. Hey, we have a tip from another caller saying that there's cheaper parking at the Minneapolis Community and Technical College. Which is right where my free meter, my cheap meters are. Oh, good for They're you. They're 25 cents an hour there. And I shouldn't probably say it out loud because I'll never get a chance to park no, in the yeah, next 10 yes, days. Okay, I know. But yeah, over there, it is a little bit cheaper. Okay, this is good. To, and anybody, I mean, I mean, that's the thing of finding just kind of that sweet spot. And then I think you're just going to have to walk, you know, if you can figure out somewhere to go find and then walk into the experience. Yeah, I think I'm going to be light railing it this week or that's just working from a coffee shop. If you can. If anyone's trying to reach me, just Twitter. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> I don't know Twitter. where I'll be. Uh, somebody also called in and said they were wondering about pros and cons for getting a six versus eight quart instant pot. Okay, okay can I just put this to bed right here? If you have like more than a couple people... Get the big one. You're yeah. never going to be sorry. I feel like you'll never be sorry with the no. bigger one. You can always like make less. Mm-hmm. I don't. This you don't whole... have to. You don't have to like adjust your recipes. Per, you no. know, versus one versus the other. Yeah, I think like at least okay. I don't think you do. I but don't know. Just go for broke. Get I know. The big one. I feel like if you're at all wondering, you probably should go for the big one. If you like to batch cook anything, if you never need to batch cook anything, I mean, I, I guess we should figure out, is it is it like a $30 difference? Is it a $40 difference? I'm not sure. I don't know either, Stephanie, but, but it I depends am on a you get them. two-person household with an occasional third, and both my freezers are full of food. <laughs> yes, this is true. And I right. still am making more. Yeah. <laughs> Just there's always room for more. Right, right, right. I think it's worth it. I think I you're never sorry for bigger because then you can one of the things that I uh, even I think I have the do I have the six quart or the eight quart? No, I don't even remember. I have a I think I have the six. Okay, though so the you and I both have the six. We have the same size. And I always wish that my cheesecake pan would fit in it and it doesn't. So there you go. So I would I would have I would have aired on the side of bigger. Um, some of the things going around in town this week, one of the things that's happening is there's so many parties, you know, pink is coming and there's concerts. Are you and going to any music? I'm not. Me I'm, neither. I'm not going to any music. I hope Lori is. So she'll report yeah, back. I would Lori like to Bergen. hear that. And I would like to hear how the Armory reacts as a venue, which is of course a new venue. It's I can the tell you the venue garage. is spectacular. Have you been I in it? I do know that. No, oh. but my girlfriend has toured it. Good. She said it is spectacular. By the way, Jack White is coming. Yep. And I basically sit there and my parking garage looks over the armory. So I've watched it this whole time. And I keep trying to sneak in. It's cool. And they don't let you sneak in. It's very, very cool. And First Avenue is bringing Jack White, I think, which would be a just amazing show. It helps us because it's in that five to 7,000 person range. So we're going to get a lot of different shows I that we got skipped over in the past. Yeah. 
I think so. that's kind of fun. We have, and but if you haven't gotten tickets, you guys, there are still a lot of things going on in local restaurants and breweries and everything else that I think is fun. I think they've opened up the to the idea of like, hey, let's make this a festive week. Um, in Brown, Inbound Brewing Company, which is in North Loop, which is obviously going to be a hot spot because it's you know it's kind of buzzy, mm-hmm. and a lot of the national. Um, a lot of the national media knows about it. So I think that they're guiding people towards it. And they're talking about, uh, so Inbound has got 10 full days of fun stuff. They've got outdoor shuffleboard with frozen hot dish, which I think is hysterical. Uh, they've got beer releases, hammer and live music, all that sort of stuff, which is like just kind of fun to go check out. Uh, Fulton Brewery mm-hmm. over in the North Loop, they have a heated tent. They've put an entire tent over their tap room patio. Love that. And they're so it's like a warming house. So you can like if if you are walking around the neighborhood and you start to get a little chill, pop in there, do a little warm up. I think that's fun. I, the whole Super Bowl thing is fun. Yeah, I mean, really, I was kind of I don't know. I'm a little cynical about this kind of stuff generally, but yeah. I'm finding it very entertaining, and I'm loving the way that ever local businesses are embracing it. Yeah, St. Paul, we have the Winter Carnival has started. The Ice Palace, seventy feet tall, it's up. Mm-hmm. There are people wandering around. The St. Paul Grill has like a hot cocoa bar inside it. Yes. It's real cute. Yes. Um, all the restaurants are ready and ready for you. There's CHS Field carvings. has the slide. Oh, yep. yeah. There's a big slide. At, I mm-hmm. forgot about that. And then Monday night, Monday are you night and I the... having a date for your birthday? Yes. Well, <laughs> we are all going to have the best fun at the uh, Great Northern St. Paul Chef's Experience. And there are still tickets for that, too. Well, they opened it up to like, it's there. I mean, they were trying to sell like some 1200, she said. So So let's buy tickets to that because that's going to help out all of our local chefs and be fun. And you can bring Stephanie your birthday present. It is her birthday. (laughs) Do not bring me presents. (laughs) Please do. She accepts them. I accept them in the form of something on ice and a a glass. (laughs) Thank you. As long as there's ice and a glass involved, we can talk about that. Uh, Those are only $45 too. This is a $45 ticket for general admission to that St. Paul chef's experience. This is all you can eat and drink. Isn't it like, just a meat palooza too. I it's just meat and fire. <laughs> so I don't see why you wouldn't be there. I really don't, especially because it's just going to be. Yeah, I think it's just going to be great with Octo Fish Bar, Saint Dinette, Revival Guys. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, I wanted to. I did want to point out something that's happening on Tuesday, January thirtieth, at uh, Askoff Finlayson and the Bachelor Farmer. Mm-hmm. They're all launching their new beer, which is in collaboration with Fair State Brewing Company, who we love. We've had those guys mm-hmm. on before. Um, but this new beer is called Keep the North Cold, and it is part of it is the uh, proceeds go to climate change, mm-hmm. to battling climate change. And I think it's really spectacular that they're doing this. And I'm really interested. It's a golden ale that's made with Kernza. Yeah, the new grain. The new that, grain. Yes. The new hot, sexy grain the in town. The perennial grain. Here, here you go, ESPN. This is how we roll. Yeah. We are We're talking about hot and sexy grains. <laughs> We're going to have a farm beer party. Yeah, well, they have, they're going to have a little party at Askov, you know, in the courtyard between Askov mm-hmm. and Bachelor Farmer. Free chili, or I don't know if it's free chili, but I know they have chili. There's going to be bonfires. There's going to be beer. It's going to be great. So I think that's one fun thing to do that All I would fun. make on your list. We do have a party like a local at mspmag.com, but I hope you guys just get out this week and, and enjoy send your us pictures. state. Tweet us yes. at Steph March, at Stephanie's Dish. Where have you been? What are you eating? Hashtag us, include us. We would love to see what you got going on and we will spread the love. We'll be with you. All right, everybody, have a good one. Ciao, ciao.